go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Welcome back, mamas. This is episode 59 of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. National Infertility Awareness Week is April 18th through the 24th, and today we're going to hear from moms who've experienced infertility and learn how to support them in their journey towards motherhood. Yes, Steph. According to the CDC, infertility is defined as not being able to get pregnant after one year or longer of unprotected sex and six months for women 35 and older. So about 12% of women in their childbearing years in the U.S. have difficulty getting pregnant or carrying a pregnancy to term. And FertilityAnswers.com explains that one in eight couples have trouble getting pregnant, equaling about 6.7 million people each year in the U.S. Yeah, so if you haven't personally dealt with infertility, as is Michelle and I's story, uh, chances are you know someone. Who has? Uh, and I know for me, you know, I've walked alongside of one of my best friends uh, through ten years of infertility, and it's hard. Gosh, it is uh, hard being on both sides to be able to support that friend, but obviously harder to be walking in those shoes, um, experiencing infertility for yourself. Right. Yeah, we can certainly speak to walking alongside someone, but Steph and I will be the first to admit that we don't really truly grasp the pain of infertility because it's just not our story. So we wanted to turn to our sisterhood of moms who there are a lot of gals in our network who mm. are so uh, graciously share their stories about infertility and in, in the effort of encouraging other moms. And so we want to get started with um, with sharing what they have to say. Yeah. So first, we're going to start with Colorado Springs Mom Collective. Uh, And this post is called Wishing We Weren't Done, Letting the Baby Things Go After Infertility. And this writer writes, uh, my first pregnancy was a miracle. We experienced several years of infertility, exhausted every reproductive resource we were comfortable with, and finally got pregnant without intervention. We had carefully chosen gender neutral things on our baby registry with the hope of having more children to use them. Once our daughter turned four, I realized I needed to hold the dream of more children much more loosely. Entering my 40s made me more hesitant to carry a child. My husband and I couldn't get on the same page for adoption. I mulled cleaning out the baby closet for months. To empty the closet meant admitting defeat. It meant confronting my grief over my infertility, working through the feelings of brokenness, guilt that we have more love to give, but no longer were pursuing pregnancy or adoption. I cried all the way through that closet. Opening each plastic tote overwhelmed me. The smell of formula clinging to the clean clothes. The feel of the hand-knitted blankets. I trust that our family is ready and willing to love and nurture whoever is brought into our lives, but that no longer means holding on to things that could do so much good outside of the closet. Instead, it means opening our hearts and home up to opportunities we wouldn't have had if every bedroom and every closet had been filled. Mm, yeah. I just felt a wave of emotion. That must be so hard. Mm-hmm. That must be so hard just to have to let that go mm-hmm. after it being such a strong desire. Yeah. Oh, mama. Okay. Well, um, we asked, um, like we, like we've been doing recently and we enjoy doing, um, we asked 
some gals from our network to, from our sisterhood to call in and leave us some voice messages. So we have a few moms um, that are sharing their experience and specifically how we can support them. So take a listen and you're going to hear a common theme. Hi there. This is Sarah Frohart from Omaha, Nebraska. And as someone who has gone through my own infertility struggle, pregnancy loss, and eventually fertility IVF treatment, um, my piece of advice for anybody looking to support another on their infertility struggle is to just listen. Listen, not so much with your ears, but listen with your heart. Um, Infertility is incredibly difficult. And from someone on the outside, it is so easy to jump to be that positive light for somebody else. Um, And as well-intentioned as comments like, just stay positive, everything happens for a reason, um, those might actually have the opposite effect for somebody who's in the thick of infertility struggles. And the best thing that someone ever said to me when I was going through it was, this sucks, this (laughs) sucks, and I hate it for you. You just want to be seen and that your feelings, your frustrations, your emotions are all valid in that moment. So having someone just recognize that for you is such a supportive action. They're not looking to you to fix it. They're not looking to you for the solution. Um, If you could wave a magic wand, they know that you would and fix it for them. They're looking to have their emotions, their feelings, their frustrations validated because infertility sucks. Bottom line, it just sucks. And if you are fortunate enough to be on someone's infertility struggle, um, just listen, open your heart and listen. That's all I have. So thank you. Hi, I'm Molly Meinhold and I'm from Duluth, Minnesota. I'm a proud mom at two IVF kiddos and my six-year infertility journey just came to an end. After five IUIs, three rounds of IVF, and this past year experiencing secondary infertility with six miscarriages, and my hope for a third gone. To my fellow moms going through this, you're strong, but you don't need to be strong. It's okay to grieve and cry every day. The words that come to mind when I think about infertility are anger, jealousy, why me, grief, depression. Did I say anger? It's okay to have these feelings and so much more. To the friends and family of women experiencing infertility, I realize to know what to say may be hard, maybe even uncomfortable, but trust me when I say that infertility is harder. It's okay to sit and listen and not know what to say. Just being there means so much. You don't need to share your story or your neighbor's story because they're all unique. You just need to be there and be present to listen and to check in. Hi, I'm Kathy from Fargo, North Dakota, and I am mom to twin girls that we welcome to the world after over two years of struggling with infertility. And I just want to share a word of encouragement to other moms struggling with infertility and let you know that you, of course, are not alone and that it is more than okay to have days where you just hate all of it. You hate the shots, you hate the blood draws, you hate the doctor appointments, you hate everyone in your personal business, all the personal conversations you have to have all the time. It's okay to have those days as much as you want to have hope 
for that great outcome, it's okay to also hate every day of having to do all of those things and just be honest with yourself and honest with other people. In terms of a specific way that you can help a mom friend who might be struggling with infertility, something that I didn't get a lot of that would have helped immensely was just being asked about it and being asked how I was doing. I think people are so afraid to ask those hard questions because they're afraid they're going to upset you. But in all reality, not having it acknowledged, um, the pain and the struggle that we were going through um, made it even worse. And it just almost made it feel like people didn't care, people didn't understand. So I'd really encourage, um, if you know someone struggling with infertility, to ask about it, even just checking in with how they're doing, um, how their day is going, um, just telling them that you're there and you're there to listen and you're there to care about them. Listen, mamas, that's what moms going through infertility need a soft place to land, a friend to simply listen to how hard it is not to offer advice, but just to be there. Yeah. And you know, Steph, there's a great post on that very thing. How to support friends dealing with infertility from central mass mom in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And it starts, why don't we talk about it? So Mm -hmm. the writer continues month after month, we, as um, women dealing with infertility face disappointment We feel left in the dust as seemingly everyone around us builds their families. We put other plans on hold as we figure out how to attend countless doctor's visits and how to pay for it all. Infertility can bring up feelings of shame, anxiety, depression, and failure. We build up walls to keep these big feelings inside while we deal with the rest of our lives. And it can be scary to let the walls down, even to a trusted friend. Hmm. Pregnancy and new motherhood are hard, but think about how much support women get. People send homemade meals for the freezer. They text just to see how a new mom is feeling. They literally shower her with their love. Infertility is hard too and often comes without any of this support. So here is this mom's advice on how to support a friend going through infertility. Learn a little. No one expects you to be an expert, but knowing some basic terminology will show that you care and help you engage in conversations. Don't disappear. Text just to say hello, send her funny gifts, tell her about the new reality TV show you can't stop watching, offer to talk about as much as she wants about her latest treatments or literally anything else if she needs an escape. Be thoughtful. If you become pregnant, tell her privately before you make a big announcement on social media. Give her space to process the announcement and react in her own time and save your pregnancy complaints for other friends. Empower her. Infertility can make us feel powerless. Put some of the power back in her court. Create a a supportive environment for her so she knows she can talk to you and let her decide how much to share. And when in doubt, send chocolate. (laughs) Um, I love this. And the learn a little um, tidbit, we're going to post some links in our show notes to information on infertility. mm -hmm. So if that's you and you need to learn a little bit more to be able to converse with your friend, um, go ahead and, and check out those links. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do love the suggestion of don't disappear, you know, text just to say hello. So I think oftentimes we don't know what to say. And so then you don't say anything. Uh, and that's probably the worst thing that we can do, especially in a friendship, uh, especially with a friend going through the pain of infertility. And so I know, you know, in a recent conversation, I just shared with a friend, like there is always space here. For you to talk about it in our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to leave it, you know, I'm going to leave the ball somewhat in your court because I, I am here to hear. Yes. And listen. So. 
Yeah. And I think I've been guilty. I'll admit this of, you know, assuming that I I won't, I'm not a good spot. Like assuming that these friends have other people who are dealing with infertility they could talk to and and it would be a better friend to speak to. Um, But knowing that even, even though I can't necessarily relate to where they are, they still want to talk about it and share it. And I love hearing my friends' stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just that reminder is is good to to go ahead and, and check back in and, and be real honest and like you said, Steph, allow them to to know that this friendship is a safe space and always always mm-hmm. a spot to talk about it. Yeah. I have to imagine the season of um, walking through a pandemic is incredibly isolated. Well, it's isolating in general. Uh, and so then add on top of it, just walking through a really incredibly painful season uh, and not having the in-person connection that we so desperately want. Yeah, uh, I have to imagine so isolating, so lonely. So yeah. our hearts do go out to any mamas that are listening here and are carrying that pain. Well, moms, we really do want you to know wherever you are on your journey of motherhood, if you're prepping an empty nest, you're waiting for that positive test, or you're hoping for an adoption match, you are loved, supported, and heard here at City Mom Collective. Yeah, Michelle, that's why we exist. That's why all of our sister sites exist, uh, to walk alongside of fellow mamas uh, during their hard seasons, as well as the celebratory ones. Uh, And we hope there's something to celebrate in your life today. That way, you'll have an excuse to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.